This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, March 24th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing this morning? Doing good, buddy. Uh, good morning, everybody, and uh, doing well. We don't really always have much to say. How are you doing this morning? I just rolled out of bed not too long ago, so. <laughs> well, it looks like you don't, get- don't know how I'm doing this morning yet. I was going to say, it looks like you're getting ready for uh, spring training, rocking your uh, San Francisco Giants gear today. Yeah, this is what I grabbed out of the closet, buddy. Hey, that's all right. That's the way it goes. Uh, you know, it's funny because I get up two hours before the show. I have to stretch and and. and I've got a whole routine. I've got preparation and stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, there's times that I'm texting Tony 10 minutes before the show starts. And it's like, he's rolling out of bed, comes on yeah. in and, uh, you know, look at, look at him. You know, he's, he's fresh and awake and happy and, and ready to go. Ready to roll, man. That's <laughs> tough, man. Closing and then doing it. It's, it's hard. It's not always easy. Man. Yeah. It no. wears on you. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Well, folks, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. You've heard the saying, Tony, that uh, everything tastes like chicken. Mm-hmm. As far as foods that are not chicken go, that actually do taste like chicken, what comes to mind? Um, foods that taste like chicken but don't really taste like chicken? Foods that taste like chicken but aren't chicken. Oh, I guess they say like tuna is like the seafood. Uh, ch- it's chicken of the sea, right? They even have their own brand, right? <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think it tastes like chicken. Like even though they advertise it, it tastes like it. Or, you know, there's that canned chicken that's supposedly chicken, but it don't taste like it. Um, <laughs> so I don't know any other food that actually, you know, when you eat it, and you're like, oh, it tastes like chicken. I, I can't think of anything else that really tastes like it. Everything's got its own distinct flavor i guess yeah and that kind of proves the point that uh, you know people always say oh yeah it tastes like chicken well nothing else tastes like chicken especially a police no. officer's arm all that goes to say that a 23 23- actually tennessee a 23 year old woman accused of salting her girlfriend after an argument over chicken nuggets bit the bedford county deputy who took her to jail and a warrant uh, arrest warrant alleges Lillian Barnett was booked into the Bedford County Jail last week on multiple charges, including aggravated assault on an officer, domestic assault, and disorderly conduct. Uh, 
A warrant alleges she assaulted her girlfriend on March 18th during an argument on Fay Creek Road, which she told detectives started over chicken nuggets, but she did not elaborate. When Barnett was placed in the back of a deputy's patrol car, the deputy said she screamed and attempted to kick out the window of the patrol car while continuously hitting the window with her head. The warrant states Barnett bit a deputy on the right arm as he walked her to her cell at the Bedford County Jail. In the past, Barnett had previously said she was positive for hepatitis C. Oof. Barnett is scheduled for an initial court appearance on the morning of March 31st. Oh, she sounds like a winner all around, all over chicken nuggets. Right. Oh, man. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, right? right. <laughs> Good poll. Crazy, pull. crazy people. Yeah, yeah. And it, it makes you wonder what sets people off. You know, if something as little as chicken nuggets gets her to uh, essentially be part of felony charges for aggravated assault on an officer, domestic assault, and disorderly conduct, uh, there's got to be bigger problems going on in her life. Oh, absolutely. There's more than just chicken nuggets in that story. So Exactly. It's more than meets the eye. Something's pulling at it. Absolutely. <laughs> crazy. Crazy stuff, man. Well, you know it's not. I'm just surprised it's not Florida. So I know. It's close. It's Tennessee. But uh, it's definitely not Florida. Even though uh, you know, I try to skip over the Florida stories because more often than not, they end up in your Florida Man segment on Thursdays. So uh, it's nice to see some craziness coming out of a different state different state yeah well folks uh we've got a wonderful show lined up for you today it is wednesday let's talk about today's show shall we hump day yeah it is hump day and as we do on wednesdays we do words are hard we have a segment called higher education our call-in topic today is life's a roller coaster if somebody made a roller coaster of your life what kind of ride would it be we have a segment called and we're revisiting phoenix tank kickstarter gadgets we haven't done this one in a while we close out the day with This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And we've got a little thing we talk about each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you decided to uh, bite a police officer's arm thinking it was a chicken nugget or just upset over chicken nuggets. We want to hear about it. Give us a call. At chicken eight- nuggy. <laughs> Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, speaking of entertaining, Tony is here with the entertainment news. All right, good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, March 24th, and here is your Filippo Fast Five. Sad to start it like this, but George Siegel, Goldberg star and Oscar nominee, passed away at 87. He was the grandpa in Goldberg, so that's a bummer. Um, Oscars won't have a single host as the Outfitters uh, 
it offers out for award presenters. My guess is it'll probably be a Zoom or something weird like that, right? Probably. <laughs> NBC renews Mr. Mirror, which is the show uh, produced by Amy Poehler, stars Ted Danson for season two. Uh, Vin Diesel's son will play young Dominic Toretto in Fast and the Furious 9. Huh? You, so you can chip off the old block. You might as well just get the kiddo, right? All right. Broncos bring back safety Kareem Jackson on a one-year deal. Um, secondary is now complete with uh, Kareem Jackson and Justin Simmons at safety. Darby Fuller Callahan at cornerback. So good off-season fun for Denver Bronco fans. So Excellent. I like like to always smuggle the good Bronco news in there. Uh, what's not good news, however, is in the world of entertainment yesterday, it was announced by Disney that the long-delayed Black Widow movie has been delayed again. Disappointed! It's now set for July 9th and will be released simultaneously on Disney Plus Premier Access as well as in theaters. In a press release, Disney confirmed both Black Widow release day shift and the $30 premiere price tag. Disney also confirmed that Shang-Chi will be delayed from July to September 3rd. Disney Plus Premiere Access is the company's strategy for releasing highly anticipated films on Disney Plus the same day as on theaters. For $30 on top of the monthly subscription cost, Disney Plus members can watch one-day theater releases at home. Or sorry, day one. So if you're paying thirty bucks, <laughs> you get to watch it probably more than once. Yeah. The company previously released Mulan, Raya, and the Last Dragon through Disney Plus Premier Access program. Um, Disney released its most recent film release calendar in the press release um, that includes uh, the following: alongside Black Widow, uh, the Cruella movie starring Emma Stone will also be released on Disney Plus Premier Access. Same day as theaters on May 28th. Luca, the newest Pixar film, will be available exclusively on Disney Plus on June 18th for no additional cost. Though Luca will be released in theaters in markets where Disney Plus is not available. Other updated movie releases include Free Guy on August 13th, 2021, which was delayed, delayed now from May 21st. The King's Man will go off on December 22nd. It was supposed to drop August 20th. Death on the Nile uh, was supposed to be out, will now be out February 11th, which was due September 17th. Disney CPO, uh, CPO, CPO, is he three CPO? <laughs> CEO Bob Chapek uh, previously insisted Black Widow would land its May 7th theatrical release date, but as global pandemic continues, the calculus has changed. It's also unclear whether the recent release of Raya through Disney Premier Access had any impact on the decision. Either way, Disney Plus is certain, certainly a priority for Disney, and as the situation around theater releases continues to look unclear, Premier Access is becoming a more important tool for the company, though it remains to be seen how Premier Access holds up against services like HBO Max, which announced it would release its entire 2021 movie slate on its streaming platform on the same day for free for a limited time. Uh, this, to me, is just disappointing news, like the soundbite clearly states. It was supposed to be... You know, this movie has been pushed back, pushed back. You and I both kind of said, you know, just release the dang thing. We'll see it either way. 
But now that it's July 9th, what's your take on all this? Uh, you know, it's one of those things where if the CEO comes out and says, I guarantee it's coming out on May 17th, this is the day that it's dropping, and then two weeks later they push it back, you know, how much credibility does, does this guy really have? The fact that they're doing it on Premiere Access, why not release it in theaters on May 17th as planned with the yeah. Premiere Access? They're obviously making money off of it. If they wanted to stick it to just a purely theater release, then I could understand pushing it back a little bit further. But the fact that they're doing it simultaneously, it doesn't make sense to push it back. No, it doesn't. The whole shuffling thing makes zero sense. It's 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 now, you know. I'm happy we're getting it, but it's just one of those things that I I feel with Ryan the Last Dragon, and then you had L.A. theaters just open up. I kind of feel like now's the time you want to put your big tentpole movies out there. That's what's going to get them. Pushing the big movies back is only going to hurt the theaters, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, just, you know, that's, unfortunately, we don't have control over it. The other thing the CEO said was, you know, we're listening to the fans and we're doing what the fans want to do. Well, no, you're not. <laughs> fans no, you're want it out now. Everything back. And, yeah. you know, it's not like Cruella got pushed back. That's still slated for the end of May, and it's mm. going to do theaters and Disney Plus. And I'm okay if you want to put it on Disney Plus for a premier access fee. That that's that's great. You're still keeping people home if you want, but you're still allowing the movie theaters, you know, the moviegoers to go to the theaters. So. Exactly. Uh, but you know, still in the world of movie theaters and everything, Cineworld's Regal Cinema is going to open the Regal Cinemas April second uh, with a limited release of Godzilla vs Kong, and then there's going to be a wider release planned for Mortal Kombat on April sixteenth. Um, it will reopen in May with the government guidance. Indoor cinemas are due to reopen May 17th, drive-ins as early as April 12th. Um, so that, that's at least a good one. You know, it's, it's not a very big article there or anything. It just says, you know, Cinemarks, uh, the, uh, Regal Cinemas are going to open back up and it's going to kick off with Godzilla vs. Kong, which, hey, that's great news for, uh, for regal because uh in the article yesterday they were set they still said they had no plans to open but apparently they changed their tune there so yeah i'm surprised they're so late to the party i mean amc cinemark all of the big ones have already reopened yeah why did it take regal so long but yeah just do it do it with the guidelines man yep um still in the world of movies uh so 2020 obviously was a movie where they would release uh, anniversary movies to get you in. Well, this one uh, is good at, to get fans back in. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to see Scott Pilgrim versus the World, um, the ten-year anniversary release is coming to theaters. The film's uh, cast and crew uh, reunited virtually to celebrate the film's anniversary. Um, so they're going to celebrate by putting it back out um, with Dolby Cinema. It's going to do a limited theatrical re-release, um, which will play in Dolby Cinema Theaters throughout the U.S. for one week. So with that, it's going to have Dolby Atmos, Dolby Vision, um, and then they put out a new, like, really cool poster where it says an epic comeback of epic epicness. And uh, <laughs> it's Scott Pilgrim versus the World, 10th anniversary. 
Um, so it's going to it's designed for the big screen with the best sound systems, Edgar Wright said. And to be able to see the best spec is any filmmaker's dreams. You're going to get a kick out of seeing this. And, uh, you know, this this movie still holds up 10 years later. So uh, that might be a fun little treat to go see in theaters. Yeah, I'd go back and see it. You know, it was uh, a manga comic that I wasn't familiar with. Uh, when I saw it, I was pleasantly surprised. I love Edgar Wright's work. You know, he did Shaun of the Dead and Baby Driver and a whole bunch of other movies. And so it's got that, like, stylized action and then that funny quirkiness that you expect from an Edgar Wright movie. Um, yeah, I'll go back and check it out uh, in the re-release, especially with Dolby Atmos. I love those sound systems. Yeah, they sound great. So uh, so that's something to be looking out for. Um, moving to the world of TV, uh, Keanu Reeves recently made his comic book writing debut on the Boom Studio series Berserker. Um, and now the, act- now the actor will produce and star in a live-action Berserker. It's so weird how it's spelled. It's B-R-Z-R-K-R. So it's like, <laughs> I know it's Berserker, but it's hard to, like, read it that way. Berserker. Berserker. Well, the movie and anime series on Netflix. Netflix acquired the rights to the series just weeks after the March 3rd release of Berserker Number 1. The live-action movie will be released first, though no release timetable has timetable words are hard today it is, it is wednesday, wednesday. <laughs> um has been revealed the anime series will follow later and expand on characters and story elements introduced in the movie reeves is also going to lend his voice to the anime because why not if he's all in on this character that he created of course he's gonna lend his likeness and voices right right uh the berserker comic is written by reeves and matt kint with art by ron garney Colors by Bill Crabtree, letters by Clem Robbins, and character designs and covers by Raphael Grampa. The series will follows a protagonist named B, an immortal demigod who spent 80,000 years honing his skills as a killer. In the present, B works as the agent of the U.S. government, hope, hoping to finally uncover the truth of his existence and find a way to end his unnaturally long life. As there's a preview before that the character's modeled. He kind of looks like a... He looks just like Keanu Reeves, just all suited up with an arrow and a knife, and it's just like a Keanu Reeves character. So, um, sounds cool. Um, what do you think? Excellent! <laughs> Gotta go to the Piggly Wiggly after, so... Yep. Um, it, it sounds interesting. I, You know, I'm not super familiar with it, but it's Keanu Reeves. I'll check it out. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So, animated, live action, no no worries for uh, Neo there, right? Exactly. And he's got Matrix uh, 4 coming out at the end of this year, too. So, uh, yeah. he's a busy well, dude. And he, has, he also had a uh, John Wick, right? He had yep. another John Wick coming out this year. So, all right. Well, we'll roll on to the celebrity birthdays, because that's it for entertainment news. It's my Born Mark Calloway, he is a four-time world heavyweight champion who became known for his gothic undead persona. Today is the Undertaker's 55th birthday. Uh, 
Super Bowl winning MVP with the Indianapolis Colts, who set NFL all-time NFL records for most career passing yards, most career passing touchdowns. He was selected first overall by the Colts in 1998, spent his first 14 seasons in Indianapolis before coming to our Denver Broncos in 2012, where he made it the most fun. He helped the Broncos win Super Bowl 50. Hurry, hurry. Peyton effing Manning, he's 44 today. Uh, Sheldon Cooper, who Mr. Uh, Bazinga. He's 47. Jim Parsons, actress who earned an Academy Award nominations for her roles in Zero Dark Thirty and The Help. Um, she also had starring roles in the films Interstellar and It Too. Jessica Chastain is 43. Uh, this one time at Bandcamp, the actress who played Willow Rosenberg on the television series Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Slayer. Sliller, Lily Aldrin in How I Met Your Mother, and Michelle Flaherty in the American Pie series. Allison Hannigan is 46, and <laughs> I can't do it this morning. Normally I can do the nerd laugh, but he played the role of Lewis in the cult classic film Revenge of the Nerds, and later the dad in Lizzie McGuire. Robert Carradine is 66, and that's your celebrity birthdays for March 23rd. Happy birthday. And it is your entertainment news for March 24th. <laughs> oh, it's the 24th. My notes up there still said the 23rd. That's so. all right. <laughs> yeah, you read it. You know, Ron Burgundy. Uh, folks, when we come back, it is Wednesday. We've got words are hard, so don't go anywhere. We'll be back after Dates these messages. Are hard, apparently, too. After these messages, we'll be right back. Bazinga. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony.Sanfilippo81. Now, being that it's Wednesday, we like to look at uh, the English language and uh, just the, the weirdness of it, the strange sayings, the, the, the rules that uh, we have to follow or just how hard it is to understand with a segment we like to call Words Are Hard. Now, today's topic stems from yesterday's uh, holidays. Yesterday was near-miss day, which I've always had an issue with that phrase. You know, everybody say, oh, it was a near-miss. Well, if you really think about it, a near-miss is actually a hit. What they actually mean to say is a near-hit, because a near-hit would be a miss. So what we're going to be looking at is uh, quotes or sayings that make absolutely no sense whatsoever tony i'm gonna give you the saying if you want to give me the meaning they're all pretty straightforward but if you really think about it again they make no sense whatsoever so let's go ahead and start out with our first saying in words are hard (laughs) tony if you are low man on the totem pole what are you you are 
fresh, new, and you have to work your way up the ranks. So, like in the world of Costco, that means you don't have the seniority, so you're going to be the one that gets the grunt jobs. You're the one that's closing all the all the time, so you have to work your way back up to uh, to have to do less of those things. So. Exactly. Or yeah. get to wherever you're going, at least. Nailed it on the head. Well, the problem with the saying is that it's baseless in terms of the person on top of an actual, <clears throat> excuse me, actual totem pole being the most important. In fact, the lowest person on the totem pole is actually the most important. Um, think about it. If you have a totem pole that is 100 feet high, you don't even know who is on top. So, uh, again, it's a saying that uh, has taken off. It's part of our lexicon. But if you really think about it, it makes no sense whatsoever. Right. Speaking of which, let's keep moving on with words are hard. <laughs> Tony, what if I tell you it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world? Ah, it's, it's like being in a shark tank. It's uh, You're going to uh, do everything you can to to get above the, the person in front of you and you know, you'll do it at any means necessary. Exactly. Depending on, you know, exactly. Just whatever it is. So yeah, the world is filled with ruthless uh, competition, but is the phrase dog eat dog? Correct. Have you ever seen a dog eat another dog? I haven't. No, <laughs> I've seen a dog eat poop. Right. <laughs> about it. The phrase actually contradicts an old Latin proverb, anus canonim non est, which literally translates to dog will not eat dog. Dogs do not eat dogs, and if they did, it would be a sign that the world is really messed up. So, uh, again, common phrase. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but uh, that's what we're talking about today on Words Are Hard. <laughs> Tony, what if I say to you, what goes around comes around? Uh, you'll get yours. Um, so right now, okay. You got it, but don't worry. It's coming back your way. So whether that's karma or good fate or bad fate, uh, you'll get yours. And that's the thing, you know, uh, it's sort of based on the idea of karma. But, uh, you know, there's no proof out there that karma is an actual thing. You know, there's coincidences. There's uh, irony. But uh, just because someone does something bad does not necessarily mean that they'll pay for it down the line. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's the thing. You won't know. Sometimes you always want to see the payoff for karma or something, but you don't always get lucky enough to see that. You just hope that happens. But, you know, good or bad, whatever you hope, hopefully, uh, you just odds are you're not going to ever see it or hear about it. So Yeah, and in my experience, you know, I find often that, you know, good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. So... Yeah, you know, there's no truth to the saying, but uh, again, that's what we're talking about is sayings that uh, make not a whole lot of sense here on Words Are Hard. <laughs> and along those lines, if I tell you, Tony, good things come to those who wait. What am I saying? Patience is a virtue. So you just hang tight because, you know, if, as long as you're patient, the, the good things will come to you. In fact, it's weird because the T today says, let things come to you. That's, that's, what, that's what the little tea bag says. So. <laughs> and of course, you know, it, it goes to the old adage that, uh, you know, if you play, if you don't play the lottery, you can't win the lottery. You know, it's it's true. Typically, good things come to those who make stuff happen, who work for it. Um, yeah, know. just playing by chance, yeah, especially the lottery. I mean, can you win? Of course you could win. Exactly. Will you win? Not likely. Yeah. And 
you know, ultimately it comes down to, uh, you know, there's a, a definition of uh, luck is, you know, 90% preparation, 10% opportunity. You know, that's what it comes down to. So let's keep moving on. Talking words are hard. You know, it's uh, we're talking sayings or phrases that make no sense. For instance, this one has always bugged me. Tony, if I say to you, rules are made to be broken. No, because then why do we have rules? Like the whole point, like if you meant to break rules, then you're obviously you're you're defying and you're breaking them. But that just means there's no need for rules if you're just going to do it. Exactly. Why have them? Yeah. Stupid. Rules are made to keep society from ending up in complete chaos. Imagine what would happen if no one followed the rules as an alternative. Yeah. I like, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission, meaning that it's not about abusing situations, but about knowing when to push the boundaries. So you're not breaking rules because they're meant to be broken. You're pushing those boundaries a little bit. Yeah, and we use that like in uh, my line of work at, at work. It's, uh, you know, sometimes you could go ask somebody, ah, should, I, should I put this on an end cap? Should I change this up? No, just do it. And have a reason for it and you know if uh they don't like it you fix it i mean that's just kind of the thing it's not like you're saying you know i'm just going to move the milk to the front of the store they just i'm gonna know that that's breaking the rules so you can't do that but right. <laughs> you know there are certain things that you can do and and you should know your limits like but you're right if you had if you lived in a world with no rules man you you would it just the world would be more chaotic than it already is exactly yeah you're like yeah you know the mask that's cool you want me to wear them but you know right i just don't have to and there are consequences to your actions so if you don't follow the rules just know that uh you know there may be a consequence that's uh, a part of that today i'm gonna break the rule i'm just gonna rob this bank but don't worry i mean because today i can do this but i won't do it tomorrow i just need it for today yeah because rules are meant to be broken yeah (laughs) <laughs> Let's go break it today. Yeah. Let's keep moving on. It doesn't, doesn't fly that way. Let's talk. Uh, words are hard. <laughs> Phrases that make no sense. For instance, this one, when one door closes, another door opens. Well, that's what they say. They always, it's like, that's the nice way of saying, ah, the girl didn't like you. But don't worry, because Big Beth down the street, she, she into you. So. <laughs> no, that's that's me but no that's just that is not a bad adage to look at life that way because you know if you fail at a job or something in life you know like it maybe it's just not meant to be but there is something just around the corner and that does speak volumes for anything uh work related personal related you know relationships things of that nature you can always look at that and, and it more times than not tends to be uh fairly true actually so but the thing is it's not guaranteed so no, you know if no, it, nothing ever is if your boyfriend dumps you prince charming will be waiting to catch you on the rebound not necessarily you no, know, i guess you gotta say ladies if if you're looking for that guy you, you your forever guy what you do is you date me i am the good luck chuck okay so we date it don't work out the next person you end up with is your prince charming that just that's seriously how my world works so you know just throwing <laughs> that out there you know Good old Tone Mosby. Yeah. Tone Mosby. Uh, and Good then, luck, finally yeah, in name is Charles, so. Finally in words are hard. 
phrases that uh, just make no sense. And this is one that uh, I, I stand by is just one of the worst out there. There is no such thing as a stupid question, only stupid people. Um, no, there are stupid questions and there are stupid people. Exactly. <laughs> there is, you know, like uh, if you're a little kid and you ask why is the sky blue, you know, that's not stupid. You're, you're a little kid, you're curious. Like if I ask you, Christian, why is the sky blue? That's a stupid question. Yeah. I'm almost, you know, I'm older. I, sh- I know why. It's I don't need to ask you that. So. <laughs> and that's the thing. There are stupid questions. There are stupid people. They are not exclusive to one another. And stupid people who ask stupid questions, well, back to the saying, I feel like it just gives people carte blanche to be lazy and ask stupid stuff. Yeah. Well, where's this at? Or what's the price? What's the sign say? It's right in front of it. And here is something to live by for everybody out there. If it is something you can Google instead of wasting someone's time, it is a stupid question. Yes. Wine. What's the best wine? Google it. I don't know. Just look at top 10 wines. Google. Best answer for everything, Google it. Well, folks, now I answer. we are headed into our break. When we come back, we've got a segment called Higher Education. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. We've made it to the final segment of the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. But don't fret, there is still plenty ahead with our second hour, including our call-in topic of life's a roller coaster. If somebody made a roller coaster based on your life, what kind of ride would it be? Now, if you missed a portion of the show where you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now in this, Hunter, now in this segment uh, that we've titled Higher Education, we're taking a look at uh, college majors that, uh, you know, people are, are, are dragging through the mud just because, you know, college is one of those things that, at least when we were growing up, it was, you know, all of the adults in our life were saying, you need to go to college. You need to go to college. You need to get a degree. You can't get ahead of life if you don't get a degree. And then you're finding out now that uh, oftentimes degrees don't necessarily matter or people who didn't get degrees are getting promotions ahead of you uh there's a big push now for trade schools which i think there is such a great uh uh, focus on right now you know not everybody's cut out for college focus on a trade you know do something that uh, you can get paid really really well for and uh you know just be good at that. And, you know, these are jobs that are necessities, plumbers, electricians, carpenters, things along those lines. Mm-hmm. Now, Tony, I know, uh, you know, you went to community college for a little bit. But uh, other than that, you know, you've essentially made a trade your business. What's your view of college overall? I think as long as you know, 
as long as you know what you want to at least attempt to be, you should go do it, especially if you have scholarships. If you have scholarships, um, you know, what's good is my uncle uh, being in the Navy, he had, you know, his GI Bill and he was able to go. His daughter was able to go on on the GI Bill. Um, I think that's what it was called. I could be yeah. wrong. But it was called something like that. And, uh, you know, it was great. My uncle did the trade school, uh, became a mechanic. You know, the guy's changed his careers a lot. You know, he's been a truck driver post-Navy. You know, he's done the truck driver thing, a mechanic. And, you know, he, he does it until he finds what he wants to do while taking advantage of the education. He's always trying to further himself to find what that is for him. Uh, for me personally, I mean, I like you said, I went to community college at WNCC. And I was trying to go into UNR, and I was going to be a journalist and, and write for a newspaper. And, you know, it, it didn't work out that way. And I'm glad it didn't because uh, I wanted to be a newspaper guy. And, and But that, that went the way of the, the blockbuster, you know. It just it just didn't go. Uh, Costco pays, you know, pays me well. The guy good benefits. And it just turned out to be a good career choice for me to go that route, a, a, unexpectedly and accidentally. And I didn't have the mountains of school debt. That's the worry. That's the one problem I have is you have so many people that go out to college and they and they go chase these dreams. And then they change their major and then they want to do something different. But then they're just stuck for years and years going through the shark tank of trying to find that job and standing out. And then even when they get in, they got to start at the bottom of the totem pole. Not to quote the words are hard things, but you can <laughs> use these adages. They got to they got to work their way up while still paying off all that debt. So to me, unless you truly know what you want to be or you have a scholarship, I don't know if it's worth spending all that money on. But at the same time, who am I to say? If if you want to better your education, I say go for it. But just outside looking in, I'm just always grateful I didn't have the mountains of school debt. Uh, like my ex-wife, she went to UNR, wanted to be a speech pathologist, wanted to do all that. Well, she ended up working at Costco. But we were stuck with mountains of debt from from college, which that's yeah. fine at the time. You know, that's the wife, you know, her debt, my debt. You, you, you just do it. You support. That's what you do as a couple. And uh, yeah, that, but that's my stance on it. I don't want to take up the whole segment. That's just <laughs> that's my take on it for being a tired guy. Very opinionated on it, apparently. So. And ultimately, how many 18, 19 year old kids really know what they want to do? Straight out of high school, you have to pick what you want to do for the rest of your life. That baseball player, rock star. I think you and I wanted to be in a band. <laughs> well, I, I was went, a light guy, baby. I went to film school and then uh, didn't end up using it until, you know, most recently. You know, all of my friends were going off to page programs, starting again, low man on the totem pole, being paid pennies, you know, to do gopher work. And, you know, those who stuck with it, 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 you know, paid off in the long term. But I ended up in the automotive industry because it paid well right out of the gate. Burned out on that. And now I'm utilizing my film school knowledge for what I'm doing here in broadcasting. But, uh, you know, it was a long way around to where we're at today. So with that being said, with the uh, about five minutes left before the end of the segment, we're going to run down some... um, Oh, college majors that, uh, you know, it, it, it's humorous to look at, uh, you know, the concerns of, uh, you know, what a college major is. So let's go ahead and start off with this one. Good job. From uh, Shayna on Twitter. And I definitely relate to this. Film students be like, damn, I got to watch two movies by Friday. Go! Yeah. You know, what's funny is I felt like that this week. I don't, it's, you know, 
like to do like pop culture kaboom and then to talk about it for our podcast but I felt like watching Snyder Cut was an assignment. And it was an assignment I was dreading. <laughs> Not even one I was really looking forward to. So I relate with Shayna and cool name, by the way. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, if you compare that to like a business major watching two movies by Friday, not really that big of a deal. But, uh, you know, it's something that film students stress over. For instance, right. uh, like this one from St. Bubs says culinary hey, suit. Hey, Bub. Culinary students be like, ah, I got a spaghetti do by eleven fifty. Good job. Spaghetti do. Let's go, bub. What the hell hey, are you talking about? They're culinary students, you know. They, that's that's their homework. Oh, spaghetti do. Okay, I was like spaghetti do. Yeah, yeah, not like honey do, yeah. but it's do. Yeah, <laughs> it's my spaghetti do. So uh, we're gonna do wrap the noodles in the pasta sauce and uh, the meatballs. Yeah, cool meatballs. That's the best way to go, baby. <laughs> Moving on, talking higher education. Good job. This is from Jackson Callett. You know, you know, students, especially when they're full of energy and spunk, they think that they need to change the world as, as uh, uh, they're in school. So uh, law students be like, damn, I have to change the entire legal system by tomorrow. No, just learn. Just do what you need yeah, to do. Yeah, just learn it. Oh, good for you. We're going to cancel them. That's what we're going to do. He said something bad five years ago. Take him out. Exactly. <laughs> Moving on with higher education. Good job. We're dragging some uh, college majors through the mud a little bit. Uh, this from Twitter user Gazzy. Boy, I wonder if uh, they went to college here in uh, Carson City. Can majors be like, I got a meth lab due by Friday? Any more than do stuff, I'm a real itchy and twitchy. <laughs> My name's Gazzy. How much more can I move? There's a lot of meth in Carson City. If, yeah, <laughs> that's where that's, that's that's where The Walking Dead starts. They come out of the nugget. Exactly. Yes. yes! <laughs> Here is yeah! here's one in higher education that uh, is a little on the meta side. Good job. Math majors be like, ugh, I have homework due in. Pi to the power of three, x to the power of two minus one divided by two days. I don't know. I don't know what that equals to, but yeah. Uh, but damn, it's due. Moving on, and uh, I just went away from my my little soundbite there. You Good job. There. <laughs> oh, talking higher education, dragging some college majors through the mud. Here's one. Mass comm communication students be like. Mm. Super exciting. I mean, it is <laughs> super, super duper duper. Uh, yeah, mo moving on. Higher education. Good job. This from Rad Red dragging some uh, college majors through the mud. Religion majors be like, I got Jesus due by Tuesday. <laughs> All right. And then finally, finally in higher education. Good job. Uh, history majors be like, I got to remember everything that ever happened by Friday. 
Let's hope. But let's not forget history. And let's not forget that we are headed into our long break. So folks, enjoy the news. Take a potty break. Grab yourself some tea. Wake yourself up a little bit. We will be back in seven minutes for our second hour of the show. Don't go anywhere. Seven. We'll see you guys in a few. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness. second hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, March 24th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Mr. Sleepy Tony Sans Flippo. Boy, I almost uh, stumbled San, over the... Sans, Sans Lippo, Tone Mosby, whatever you want to call me. Yeah. The Mose. It's, it's a words are hard kind of day today, but uh, in it any is. case... I mean, it's uh, you slept like crap, I slept like crap. I mean, you know, you get up, you do a morning show, you want to be wacky, zany, and entertaining. Um, so, you know... Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. We're, we're ready to roll. Sometimes you just get delirious, so... You do. We'll take that it's where we can get fun. it. <laughs> Tony, are you ready for the fat, hopefully fastest hour of the day? The, f- the fattest hour of the day? I guess what, bitch? I sure am. Coronavirus! I just want, I just want to cut that down to just guess what, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I I might know a guy who can help you out with that. But uh, in any case, folks, this is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers on our topic of the day, which is why we give it 24 hours in advance. So you can give us a call on the Phoenix line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, or you can chime in live on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video there and comment with your pick for the day or You can join us on the stereo app in the next segment uh, where we do a little stereo roulette. Sometimes we get uh, people who tend to be there. Other times we get people who, uh, you know, they just show up. We ask them the question and uh, sometimes it's gold, sometimes it's garbage. But uh, in any case, it's always a fun segment. (laughs) Absolutely. It's it should be a good one. I think with today's topic, the stereo app is going to be a little tough. It'll be interesting. You're going to get a lot of what was that? Hello? Christian <laughs> Phoenix? Yeah, you, you get a lot of goofball-y stuff, so it should be interesting. Exactly. Well, speaking of today's topic, today's topic is life's a roller coaster. If an amusement park made a roller coaster of your life, what kind of ride would it be? Tony, turning it over to you, if there was a roller coaster made from your life, what would it look like? You know, Would it be fun, right. exciting, exhilarating? Would it be a, a kiddie ride? No, no, it'd be fun, exhilarating. It would, like, come out of a Happy Meal box. You know, you got the Grimace and the Birdie. 
like right above there. And it would like it would start like Universal's uh, The Hulk start out and just just launch you right. And it'd be blaring some nice heavy metal music. You'd have an array. Metallica would likely be the soundtrack with some Volbeat sprinkled in. You'd have ups and downs, corkscrews, twist turns. Travel all over the world. There'd be all kinds of vacation destinations along the travel stops. Be a lot of loop-de-loop coasters, a lot of wild stuff. Times you're gonna want to puke. At times you're gonna go nuts. And uh, by the end of it, you're gonna be like, "Oh, that was wild. Let's do it again." You know, because <laughs> I look at my life, and my life is—it's been fun. You know, like I, I've had two two types of two types of adult lives, right? I had the calm, chill, married life, which is like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. It's a small world. It's kind of just mellow, little drama in there, the big old purple purple eaters over there, you know. Um, but but when you got but when you get to post that, it's it's been crazy, man. A lot of lot of cool experiences, a lot of neat things I never thought I would do and uh yeah, as a roller coaster aspect, it would be one of those crazy wild rides. But it would definitely go out the gate like the Hulk from uh, Universal Adventure Island Universal. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be Mr. Toad's wild ride. It'd be Mr. Tone's wild ride. Mr. Tone's wild ride. Yeah, and another comparison. Have you done the rocking coaster at Universal Florida? Nope. Dude, so it starts out. You, you get on and you pick a soundtrack, right? You could listen to like ZZ Top, Limp Bizkit, whatever, like you can listen to country you there's some artists you can pick well you pick it and uh, you let it's the music's blaring and it starts out and you're like back and you go straight up and it's just like stressful like holy crap it climbs this big building and then it just when you get to the building it just teeters and just drops you you should watch uh jimmy fallon and kevin hart did that oh really (laughs) it's on youtube yeah it's uh but when you get going man it's so fun, the adrenaline, and plus, you know, I like to laugh in life, and I always laugh on roller coasters. I don't know why. I'm always giggling, dude. I'm, I'm like a little <laughs> kid, so I know it's metaphorically speaking, but uh, if you combine what a real coaster is like with the personal life, there you go. All right. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's the same one. Oh, maybe that was Walt Disney World. The um, They had that Aerosmith coaster for, the, yeah. for years. Yeah, yeah. Different one? Still, they, they still have it. Yeah, this one's different. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That makes sense. But, folks, that's what we're asking. We're asking the metaphorical question. If an amusement park made a roller coaster of your life, what would that ride be like? What would it look like? Well, we want to hear from you. So uh, go ahead and head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Chime in there on the live video. We will charge up the uh, stereo app here uh, into the next segment so uh, just be patient if you're looking to get on there and other than that when we come back it is all about you guys so do not go anywhere we will be right back Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic, 
of the day. If you want to chime in, go ahead and head over to facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video there and comment with your pick. And we'll be getting to the stereo app here shortly, so you can always join us there at stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media. Topic of the day, life's a roller coaster. If an amusement park made a roller coaster based on your life, what type of ride would it be? Before the break, we heard Tony's, which uh, sounds actually kind of like an exciting roller coaster. Lots yeah, of sights the, to the, see. The, and... the, the T-Sand Wild Man. Yeah, Mr. Tone's Wild Ride. For me, uh, you know, it would definitely still be a roller coaster. You know, instead of taking off like the Hulk, it would be a slow climb up to the top. Sharp drops down to the bottom. It would do that a few times. There'd be a few loop-de-loops, some corkscrews. Mostly, it'd be one of those things where you'd be heading along, and right where it looks like it's about to take a hard left turn, it takes a sharp right, just because that's the way my life has gone. Uh, You know, things uh, look like they're going one way, and they go a completely different way. But all in all, it's a fun ride. And so that's what we're looking for is just sort of a metaphorical look at what a roller coaster based on your life would be. And it doesn't have to be a roller coaster per se. It could be uh, one of those carny rides where, uh, you know, it's it's rickety. It's held together by a few uh, cotter pins <laughs> and you never know if it's going to kill someone. That could be the uh, case as well. Now, uh, Zipper, to- there you go. <laughs> now, Tony, I assume you reached out to uh, some of our usuals. Don't know if you got a response, but uh, if you did, I, go ahead and I read did them off. Get, yeah, I got a couple. So um, Stacy's was basically not super descriptive because I kind of pitched, you know, crazy, exciting, scary. And she said all of the above, which I would say hers is definitely like that. I think that one is, you know, I think a lot of fun and there'd be some crazy stuff and there'd definitely be some scary stuff. I don't think it'd be a slow go. The the life changes there. Uh, my buddy Bill chimed in and uh, he's got two boys. So I think it'd be, it'd start out that calm, mellow, and then it'd just be wild and fun. I think there'd be a, a lot of classic rock country music. There'd be like a beer garden you'd go through and stuff. <laughs> some sport centric things, a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, Jamie Anna's is pretty uh, dis- descriptive, which is cool. It's um, she said interesting question. Um, hers would start backwards and kind of leaving you guessing the whole time. Uh, there would definitely be a section where you just suspend upside down, but then again, that allows you to catch your breath. Um, there just needs that moment um, afterwards when you ground yourself. You know when you're still left moving after the ride going on that was insane and you're like oh okay i'm ready to do it again it would be a mix of everything crazy scary and laughably fun so all right very descriptive and awesome so i like that and the, the nice thing is in on that. i can picture these roller coasters in my head you know i've been to great america six flags disneyland disney world universal and uh, you know you can almost sort of stick each of these examples into one of the coasters you've either been on or some amalgamation of that but uh you know it's it's just a fun metaphorical thought to well think about so it really is with that being said that is what we're talking about the metaphorical question if a amusement park made a roller coaster about your life what type of ride would it be and we've got some time left in this segment so uh if you do want to chime in there is opportunity to do so. Head over to Phoenix Media. Sorry, head over to Facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Let us know there. And in the meantime, we're going to get into our stereo roulette, which always proves to be eh, quite a fun ride of its own. So uh, let's see how this goes today. 
All right, we're finding a partner, looking for someone. All right. You're, nope. You don't want to be on this show, baby. <laughs> you are on the Christian Phoenix radio show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good, good. So we are asking the metaphorical question. If somebody made a roller coaster about your life, what kind of ride would it be? Um, if you look at my bio, you can probably think of what it will be. Now, uh, I can't see your bio offhand. Uh, if you can give us maybe just a, a, a quick, you know, little thought on, on what that would look like. My bio is... I've had cancer six times. I oh. lost both my legs when uh -huh. I was... Oh, so sorry to hear that. Well... You know, we, we are. And I'm 15. We are glad that you are persevering. You know, yeah, it sounds absolutely. like uh, you know, if your life was a roller coaster, hopefully, be an inspirational one, one that somebody would want to, uh, you know, experience multiple times. But uh, you know, best of luck in your life, and we appreciate you chiming in. All right, uh, let's keep moving on. You're on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. How are you doing today? Hello. So we are talking the metaphorical question. If somebody made a roller coaster about your life, what would that ride look like? Just like all over the fucking place, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why. <laughs> It'd be the roller, <laughs> the craziest roller coaster you've ever been on. Yeah. <laughs> I've only been on one roller coaster, though. Oh, no kidding. Well, they are a lot of fun, but yeah. they're not for everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate you chiming in, letting us know. Hopefully you drop us a follow and uh, are willing to chime in on a uh, later date. Sure. Right on. Well, let's keep moving on. All right. Uh, you are on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Want to know why? Why is that? Because I'm on the Phoenix uh, radio show today. Hey. Um, what, what is the game show? What are we doing? What are we talking about? <laughs> we are asking the metaphorical question. If somebody made a roller coaster about your life, what would that ride look like? I don't think anyone would want to go on that ride, man. It's pretty depressing. <laughs> it definitely had to have like a age age restricted. Uh, 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 it, it probably wouldn't be a very popular roller coaster, man. You It'd must be, be age restricted. You must be this old to ride. <laughs> it'd probably it'd probably be like similar to like I don't know whatever like the the Welcome to Hell ride would be like. Like you just <laughs> start in there and like it's it, it'd probably start playing nipple nickel. Not I say almost a nipple back. That would be an interesting <laughs> like alternate universe like name for that band. <laughs> like just all their songs are about nipples. <laughs> Well, as long as it didn't turn out like the uh, roller coaster in that one Final Destination movie where the track broke and everybody went flying off, you're probably okay. Oh, that's not even Final Destination. That's just most theme parks. They just cover it up. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other topic we could there's, go down. There's actually people, people have these Rothschild conspiracies. I'm more interested in the amusement park conspiracies. There's a cabal. There's a global cabal of theme park rides, and they're they're trying to manipulate life. You know, it's it's they 
they sent out their little clowns. Like remember that clown thing that happened a couple of years That's ago? Where people right. were scared of clowns. Yeah. They were sending out. They were sending, They were hiring in cl- clown hitmen. They were hiring felons. They were taking a government uh, paycheck for that. Um, but what they were going to do is they sent out these these murderers in clown suits to take out the competition. Like, oh, you think you know how to juggle? Oh, like the juggler <laughs> uh, bats have like nails on them. He's like, I'm happy the clown. <laughs> well, yeah, seriously, it's, it's a serious. It's a serious conspiracy. My parents think I'm schizophrenic, but I'm I'm, I'm on to something, man. I'm on to something. Well, the amusement let it go. the amusement park it. cabals would be a, a fun rabbit hole to go down. Uh, we certainly appreciate you chiming in. Yeah, uh, awesome, are, man. We are going to keep rolling I'm, on. I'm not going to look at Nickelback the same now. A song about nickels. I like that. Yep. He's a, he is a fun caller, man. I like that guy. I don't think they. I don't think they. Uh, I don't think they mostly uh, talk about nickels. I, I mean, it'd be like a really weird band, like like Pennyback. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, well, like when you tell the cashier to keep it, da Tell the cashier to keep it because you don't want it in your pocket. <laughs> and this is the bass player, the juggler. <laughs> well, we're going to keep moving on. We appreciate no, no, you no, chiming no, I'm in. Part of the conspiracy. There you go. No, you don't. You don't appreciate me. Ah, no, we not certainly. Not my dad. Do. <laughs> you don't even know. Oops. He was awesome. I like. Yeah, he was cool, man. Thanks, God. You definitely that, were entertaining. I that, liked him. That was fun. How's it going? You are on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Or not. Oh uh, my god, you gotta talk when it's your time! <laughs> How's it going? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show today. Oh wow, you sound very professional. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> so we're asking the metaphor, <laughs> the metaphorical question. Okay, if somebody made a roller coaster of your life, what would that ride look like? Probably a zombie. Okay, it would probably be a fucking zombie ride. I'm not even kidding because I have so many zombie dreams about the zombie apocalypse. So it'd probably be an apocalyptic zombie ride. Hey, I'd ride that one. That sounds like a lot of fun. It'd probably be like you get in the ride and then there's workers on the ride that would crawl out of it and try to get you. Like, so let's say there's only really four people riding the ride, right? And there's 20 other people, but in the middle of the ride, they turn into zombies. Oh, it'd be it'd be like a meta ride. It's like uh, you know what what's happening in real life is uh, reflected in the uh, enjoyment of the ride. So that makes a lot of sense. You know, that's a lot of fun. We appreciate you. Ch- that that's my uh, co-host making making his zombie sounds. <laughs> oh, okay, I was like, is he snoring? <laughs> No, I was being not the professional one. He's the professional one. I'm just the jackass that provides the really bad sound effects. That's it. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. But in any case, we we appreciate you chiming in. Uh, drop us a follow, and hopefully we can have you again uh, on a future show. All right, cool. What? Wait, before you leave, yeah. what's your roller coaster? Uh Oh, lots, lots of slow ups, fast downs, and then uh, when you think that uh, you're taking a left turn, it takes a hard, sharp right. Oh, so six legs. Yeah, six pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Much appreciated. Flags. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. <laughs> well, folks, that does it. Boy, we had a lot of better uh, interaction than that I was, expected on that. That was better segment. than I thought. I thought we were going to get a lot of turds and and all that i was wrong i'm gonna jinx it more often 
I like that. Because that was good. I like those calls today. They were good. They were good. Good. They were good. Good participation on uh, the Friends Inn and great calls, man. What more could you ask for? Well, folks, that does it for this segment of the interactive portion of the show. When we come back, it is another edition of Phoenix Tank. We're going to be running through some Kickstarter gadgets, so don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We have a little thing that we talk about a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our call-in topic of the day, the interactive portion of the show that we just finished up. Had a lot of fun with that, especially on the uh, stereo roulette. But, uh, you know, that's the way it goes sometimes. Sometimes you get great interaction, sometimes not so great. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, we persevere. Now, if you want to give us a call on the Phoenix line, that number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, speaking of tomorrow's topic... I've titled it Proficient No More. What is something you used to be able to do really well? You, you know, had no problems doing it. Now, you can't seem to, to do it. It's, it's, it's lost on you. You've lost that ability. Or just like getting out of bed, you, you just don't want to. That's what we're talking about tomorrow in the call-in topic. So uh, be sure to chime in or call us on the Phoenix line when we talk about that tomorrow. Now, in this segment, we're revisiting an old favorite of ours titled The Phoenix Tank, where we take a look at some Kickstarter gadgets and ask Tony if he would invest in these or if he would pass. But uh, without further ado, let's get into The Phoenix Tank. Alright, first up on the Phoenix Tank is the Tidbite, or the Tidbit, the retro display from the future. They were seeking a total goal of $40,000. They've already raised $551,404, so they've well surpassed their goal. But uh, it is an interesting looking piece of tech. It says, we've built a new way to keep up with the things you care about. It's a retro display from the future. Use Tidbit. I'll say tidbit just because it's easier. Uh, Use tidbit to check the weather or when your train is arriving. Track your favorite stock tickers or your Dogecoin holdings. Browse our steadily growing collection of apps and choose what matters to you. Tidbit comes in a solid walnut enclosure and looks pretty great on your desk or bookshelf. Set it up once with your phone and it stays updated through its own Wi-Fi connection. If it fits in 64 by 32 pixels, well... Tidbit can display pretty much anything as long as it fits on the screen. To get your own Tidbit, you know, you can pledge a dollar, obviously, if you just want to uh, help out a little bit. But to get your own Tidbit, it starts at $159, includes the Tidbit itself, power adapter and cable. A little hefty on the price, but at the same time, it looks like a good quality product. Might be fun, but uh, Tony, it's not about whether or not I would invest in it. 
It's about whether you would. Is this something that uh, strikes your interest or uh, you're going to have to pass? Well, I'm going to have to give you the uh, the uh, definitely – well, I can't find the sound bites. Screw the sound bite. Um, I'm going to say I, I was interested. You had me – kind of think about it. I'm like well that's cool if it shows things in old school retro I'm, I'm always a sucker for nostalgia but once the price point hit you lost me this thing if I can go get an Alexa Echo and all that stuff for under a hundred bucks and they're very high tech and they can play your music and tell you the weather and do all the same stuff for way cheaper I'm going to go with that so I'm going to say unfortunately not cool but maybe something for like a forty buck price range as a as a gift or something I could see getting behind that. But due to the price, I'm gonna have to give it a down. Yeah, maybe version two. Uh, you know, once they get this thing going, see some popularity in it, they'll be able to bring the price down. But for right now, a little bit on the steep side. Yeah. Well, so there we go. That was the bag. It was getting cold. All right. Well, let's move on to our next item in our Phoenix tank Kickstarter gadgets. Find out if Tony would invest. We're looking at the Radio, which is a handcrafted retro radio speaker with vintage Nixie tubes, a tribute to the precious moments of the past. They were seeking a $20,000 goal. They've raised $720,834. So again, far surpassed their goal, which uh, it makes sense when you see exactly what it is. But Radio is an all-in-one retro radio, Bluetooth speaker and clock. It uses Nixie tubes to display time and radio frequencies. Radio is portable with a 6,800 uh, 6, milliamp battery that supports six hours of playback and clock time. Each unit is handcrafted using American Black Walnut, 360 brass, and vintage Nixie tubes. Your radio will be a gem and statement piece in your home for generations. Um, and, you know, just like the last one, sure, you can pledge $10 just if you want to back it and help these guys out. Or if you want your own radio, well, the early bird price is $299. A little steep on the price, but uh, damn, it is cool. I, I, I love these old vintage, especially when it comes to radio type things. And these Nixie, or sorry, Nixie tubes, uh, I've always been fascinated with. Uh, something that if I had the disposable income, I would probably pick up. But again, it's not about me. It's about whether or not Tony would invest in this. Tony, what are your thoughts? Hello there. <laughs> again, this one, I think mainly the price. Um, it's cool. Um, I don't personally know what a Nixie tube is and all that stuff. I mean, looking at it, it looks neat. Um, but... You know, I'd have to hear how it sounds. I'd have to hear the quality of it and things. Because when you're dropping that kind of money, uh, again, if you had disposable income, sure. It's a neat conversation piece. It, it'd be cool to have. But not if you are just throwing your hard hard income out there. It's, it's a little tough to bite that bullet. And I'm not saying I'm a cheapie. It just it's a lot of money when you could get some other things for a lot less that might sound a lot better. So... Yeah, and you know who knows what the sound is like. Uh, you know, I sort of agree with you on the basis of the last product that we were talking about. If they integrated this with an Amazon Alexa or a Google Home or something along those lines, it might be worth that two hundred ninety nine dollars because now you're getting that much more functionality. But the fact that it's a clock and a radio, eh, despite the awesome and cool design, still still a little out of my uh, price range. 
Yeah, it's a little on the steep side. So just due to that fact, again, I got to give it a down. All right. All right. Fair enough. And then finally, let's move on to our last product here on Phoenix Tank Kickstarter Gadgets. We are looking at Soap Bottle, a new line of sustainable care products filled in a packaging made of soap. They were seeking $11,848. They reached $22,330, so a little less than double what they were looking for. But Soap Bottle, again, a new line of personal care that comes in packaging made from soap. Once the liquid content is finished, the empty container can be used as hand soap and washed away over time. Waste can be completely avoided. This innovation rethinks everyday items and takes your experience with personal care to a new, enjoyable, and meaningful level without compromising sustainability. What's inside? Well, they're launching their first product on Kickstarter, which is the Soap Bottle Original. It contains 100 milliliters of a soft soap and nourishing body wash made from natural ingredients. And of course, the case itself is made from a harder soap that you can use after the interior soap is all used up. Again, you can back it uh, just because you believe in it for $10, or you can get your own original soap bottle for $15, or in this case, 15 pounds. I don't know what the uh, conversion rate is, but uh, not overly expensive. Still a little more than I would probably pay for soap. But again, not about me. What say you, Tone? I think it's neat. Um, definitely different. Um, it's like the gushers of soap, right? You got the outside and then there's the gushy inside. Yeah. Um, this would be, a, I wouldn't buy it personally for myself, but this might be something I would get somebody as a gift. It's neat. It's different. Um, I do like the idea if you're going to get away from plastics and stuff and I'm not Mr. Hippy Dippy or anything, but I like the idea. It's you when you're done, you can use it for something else. So I like what it brings. So I will be nice and give this one a, mainly as a gift. Me personally, I wouldn't buy it for myself, but you know, because I wouldn't have a need for it. But right. I would definitely get that as a gift for somebody. Fair enough. I see a few little flaws in its design. Obviously, it's not something you could keep in the shower because with the water running over it, the case would deteriorate faster than uh, the product that's on the inside. Or if, you know, if you're somebody who uh, gets your sink area super wet and, you know, you're washing your, your hands, you get your hands wet, you grab the soap bottle to uh, then dispense the soap into it. Well, now you're essentially... Uh, it's going to be interesting, yeah. too. After you use it a few times, like, what if... Yeah, you're right. Because you got to use it. I didn't think about the floss stuff because you're right. You use it in the shower... Uh, you know, it's going to deteriorate fast. So, you know, you might be onto something. Like I said, not me personally, but yeah, a little gift to let somebody else figure that out. All right. All right. Fair enough. Well, folks, that does it for another edition of the Phoenix Tank. come back we are headed into the final segment of the show it is time for this day in history so don't go anywhere we'll see you guys in just a few Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. 
We are back, folks, and we've made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. But if you missed a portion of the show or you want to catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? No, 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 they all doomed us all. Well, folks, while you are there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. Did I catch you off guard there? (laughs) Sharing is caring. No, I was looking at something. Well, my brain, you know, it's it's finally fired up because it's the end of the show. But, you know, the brain still does what the brain does it's dumb that's like we have the topic tomorrow what doesn't quite work like it used to the old noodle it don't always work it doesn't uh, well you know that's the way it goes sometimes but you know that won't be my thing but i'm just saying it's a good example of uh, what doesn't really work as well as it used to hopefully we can put some new information to that old noodle of yours by <sighs> dropping a little knowledge hopefully making you laugh at the same time it is time for this day in history Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, uh, kicking off this day in history, this day in 1603. Let's see if I can try to avoid Filippoing these names. It's tough. Tokugawa Ayuyasu is granted the title of shogun, officially establishing the Takugawa Shogunate which would rule Japan until 1867. So they... Ah, yes. Uh, Takawa Lasaya is uh, uh, the shogun of the Takawa <laughs> That is a long reign of a family. That is uh, yeah. 264 what, what is, what years. What does his hairstyle look like on his head? If you look at that picture, what does that look like? <laughs> yeah, doggy wokey. Looks like a BBC. What does that, that kid see? Yeah, it looks like a penis. Dude, <laughs> the dude has a shogun penis hairstyle. Just saying. <laughs> Let's keep moving on this day in 1664. Roger Williams is granted a charter to colonize Rhode Island. Being that Rhode Island is the smallest state in the U.S., do you think he was just lazy? He got to a point, he looked around, and he said, This is good. This is where I live. These are my people. This is my home. Is that what he would sound like? That's exactly what he sounds like, Christian. I'm Roger Williams of 1664. This is home. <laughs> You're my people. Let's keep moving on this day in 1721. Johann Sebastian Bach dedicates Johann. his Brandenburg Concertos to Christian Ludwig, Margrave of Brandenburg Schwedt. Uh, a lot of. butcher any of that. That's a pain in the ass sentence you just read. Yeah, a lot of long German words that, uh, not exactly sure what it means, but, uh, you know, we report it as we see it. Every time I hear Sebastian Bach, I think of the loud mouth from Skid Row. <laughs> a little before that time. Just a yeah. little bit. Hey, Tina, love you got it! <laughs> hey, Tina, love go! Speaking of 18s, this day in 1832, <laughs> Mormon Joseph Smith is beaten, tarred, and feathered in Ohio. That punishment always blew my mind that somebody came up with, you know, well, how can we punish them but not kill them? Tar and feather. Uh, 
Hit him in the nuts! Throw some tar on him and feather his ass! <laughs> I wonder if they found his golden plates at the same time. Dude, but... Joe Smith is such a cool name. I mean, it's, 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 it's a non-common, just Joe Smith. I mean, the only thing more generic would be I'm John... I'm feather his ass! <laughs> the only thing more generic would be uh, Mormon leader John Doe. Yeah. <laughs> the Doe of Johns. The King of Mormons. Let's keep rolling on this day in 18... Ooh, that's my new radio name. I am Joe Smith. Thank you. <laughs> I will talk very monotone all episode. You're the professional one. I'm the serious oh, one. Oh, it would be so boring. Wouldn't uh, it, though? This day in 1853, anti-slavery newspaper, The Provincial Freeman, first published in Windsor, Ontario, edited by Samuel Ringwald Ward and Mary Ann Shad Carey, and she's the first black woman publisher in North America. I say it time and time again, you know, I always love hearing these firsts of people who move things socially along to the point that, uh, you know, at that time it was unheard of that, let alone a woman publisher would be around in uh, North America, but a black woman publisher, that much better. Yeah. You got to go with that because I got lost. You said Ringwald and I thought Molly Ringwald and then I had the breakfast club in my head. I kind of got lost. <laughs> Your other name could be to Tony Squirrel. Squirrel. I just, dude, you said Ringwald and I just got lost like that. Hey, 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 hey. That song like just popped in my head. Woo! <laughs> well, let's keep rolling on this day in oh, I don't know why. 1882 German scientist Robert Koch discovers and uh, describes the tubercle bacillus which causes tuberculosis and establishes germ theory tuberculosis is one of those old-timey diseases that still shocks me that is around today you know you hear yeah, about the, res the resurgence of the bubonic plague and typhus and there's no reason for those things to be even around in these days. But they are. That they are. All right. We're jumping way ahead into the 1900s. This day in 1941, Glenn Miller become, uh, begins work on his first movie for 20th Century Fox. Again, Glenn Miller was a big band jazz leader, the biggest rock star of his time, obviously before rock was a thing. Him working on movies, that's akin to like Trent Reznor, you know, uh, coming in uh, now composing movie scores. And so it, it made sense for the time. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I love movie scores. I mean, they sometimes they just set the tone for movies. So I definitely enjoy them. Yep, definitely. And, you know, there, there are good ones, there are bad ones, but uh, mm -hmm. there are certainly... Well, if you think like uh, Snyder Cut, they had... Uh, uh, they replaced um, Danny Zim Elfman. It was yeah, Hans Zimmer. They, they had him in the Whedon version, right? Yep. And then they put Danny Elfman in. Elfman's great. Right. But Zimmer's good, too. I enjoy both. Yeah, actually, I don't think Danny Elfman was involved. This one was uh, a Norwegian guy like, named, uh, like, Torgen Borgen or something. Torgen Borgen. Well, maybe Torgen Borgen was the one that replaced. I thought it was they put Elfman in. Because I watched, like, the differences between the Snyder Cut and the Whedon version. Hmm. And what, whatever the main composer was for the first was replaced by somebody else. All right. All right. I was pretty sure it was always Hans Zimmer, but uh, I might be wrong. But uh, well, I don't know. Nonetheless, crazy. Tony, get that uh, impression ready, because this day in <clears throat> 1958, 
Elvis Presley joins the U.S. Army and is given the serial number of 5331076. Uh, thank you very much. This guy behind me, he got big, big, big buck teeth. I call him Bucky. Yeah, I call him Bucky Barnes. Uh huh. Thank you very much. My my pompadour is here in the hat. See, right here, I am serial number 5331076. This is Bucky Barnes right behind me. Uh huh. Hey, it's getting he's better. A, he's got he's got a hunk of chunk of burning love in his pocket. Getting better every time. All right. That's right. Rolling on this day in 1975. Muhammad Ali TKO's Chuck Wepner in 15 for the heavyweight boxing title. Uh, I can't imagine anybody named Chuck would be too difficult to beat. Down goes Wepner in 15 rounds. Ali knocked out Chuck Wepner. <laughs> Chuck, ladies and gentlemen. Chuck. Good luck, Chuck. This day in 1980, ABC's nightly Iran hostage crisis program is renamed to Nightline, which still runs today. It does. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this is Nightline with Todd Koppel. <laughs> <laughs> it was always after the Peter Jennings. It was after, well, actually, that was the World News Tonight intro. And mm. I always had Peter Jennings, and yep. then it would do the Nightline with, like, uh, was it Ted Koppel? I thought he was right after. Pretty and sure. then it was, this is Jeopardy! And then Wheel of Fortune. And then you got on your, your evening shows. We watched a lot of TV growing up. Yeah, uh, we did. Moving on this day in 1991, WrestleMania Seven in the L.A. Memorial Sports Arena. Hulk Hogan beat Sergeant Slaughter for the WWF heavyweight title. Let me tell you something, dude. With the 24-inch pythons and the championship run wild on you, dude. <laughs> Moving on, this day in 19... 19- I, I was never a Hulk Hogan fan. No. I like Hulk Hogan. This day in 1999, the Matrix film written and directed by the Wachowski br- well, brothers at the time, sisters now, starring Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, and Carrie Ann Moss premieres, and that was a game-changer of its day. Who would have thought Curly? What was, what was his name? Cowboy Curly? Yeah. From the Pee-wee's Playhouse had gone to be such a... Big actor. Exactly. And then finally in this day in history, this day in 2005, the U.S. version of The Office, created by Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, developed by Greg Daniels, starring Steve Carell and John Krasinski, premieres on NBC. We were just talking about that yesterday. Yeah. The U.K. version, I'm sure it was good. I just couldn't get into it. Once you see Steve Carell's character, it's hard to see anything else. Exactly. And I think that's why The Office died at the end. Once he was gone, it was over. Exactly. Well, folks, with our last minute, let's run down some of today's holidays, shall we? Where we talk about the things that we like to celebrate. For instance, today is American Red Cross Day. Great organization. It is Education and Sharing Day. Mm, Sharing is caring, as we say. It is Equal Pay Day. Um, I should make as much as uh, Peyton Manning. That'd be good. <laughs> it is International okay. Day of Achievers. Well, if you achieve his status, you certainly would. It is. Mm, I don't play football. <laughs> it is World Tuberculosis Day, for obviously reasons. Oh, this sounds good. Here's a trio: National Cheesecake Day, National Yum, Chocolate. Well, chocolate covered raisins, man, and yeah. National Cocktail Day. So grab a cocktail. Ooh, do you like a chocolate flavored pretzel. <laughs> Grab a cheesesteak, and folks, join us back here tomorrow when we talk Florida Man. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Peace!